Hello, and welcome back to the Teacher Wellbeing Podcast. It is a new year, a new school year, a new term, and it's also the sixth birthday of the Teacher Wellbeing Podcast. So I am just taking a little minute tonight to celebrate that and to reflect on the last six years because I cannot believe it's been six years. Um, And I also wanted to share a little bit of an update in this episode because it's been several months since I shared an update and it's been like a whole year since we did um, season, we finished season nine. So uh, season 10 is coming soon this year though. I'm I'm starting to get into prep mode and um, thinking, uh, you know, I've already put out some requests for some people to come on as guests, but I would really like to throw it over to you, the listeners. I would love to hear from you if you have a guest story, whether it's yourself or somebody you want to nominate. Um, I think you probably know by now that the the main goal of this podcast is to share real stories of teachers who have usually experienced some well-being challenges because who hasn't uh, and then what they did about it you know what what changes they made in their life and their work to um, improve their well-being and so if that's you if you have a story like that I would love to hear from you I also really want to feature some school well-being champions this season so if your school is doing something interesting or even just has been on a journey with getting school well-being like staff well-being happening in your school I would love to hear from you so hit me up, send me an email, uh, hello at selfcareforteachers.com.au. I would love to hear from you and perhaps even feature you on season 10, which will be coming up later in the year. So yeah, that's um, the first little update that I wanted to share. Um, the next thing I wanted to share is just a little bit of a shout out to a couple of other uh, great podcasts that I think you should be listening to. So the first one is from friend of the podcast, Meg Durham, and it's called School of Wellbeing. And so you should definitely be checking out Meg's podcast if you haven't already. She's been on the Teacher Wellbeing podcast a couple of times now, actually. Uh, And the other one is a new one called Well-Led Schools, which is from Adrian Hornby, who is another Australian teacher wellbeing consultant and highly, highly recommend checking out both of those podcasts, uh, if you are, which you probably are, if you're listening to this one, interested at all in school well-being and teacher well-being. So um, those are my little shout outs to my fabulous colleagues who are doing great stuff in this space. A um, little bit of a life and work update just on my end. So because when I last shared an update, we uh, had, I think, about a nine-month-old baby, and now he is uh, 15 months old, which is amazing. Time goes very quickly and also very slowly, <laughs> which I'm sure the parents out there will relate to. Uh, we have continued to just be smashed by daycare germs, so that's been really challenging. Um, but on the work front, I did a number of new trainings at the end of last year, which I will get to in a minute. Um, And I've also made some decisions. I'm back coaching again this year, but I've changed my approach a little bit to coaching to be a little bit more flexible for me with family life, but also 
I think it's a little bit of a more spacious option for teachers. So I'm coaching now, I'm still doing group coaching uh, in person. So the Resilient Teacher Group Coaching Program is underway for term uh, one and two already. So we started that um, back at the end of January and that's uh, kicked off really nicely this year. And so those are still uh, group coaching on Zoom on Saturday mornings. Um, But otherwise, all of my coaching this year is asynchronous, which means that it's not a it's not an in-person, you know, like real-time Zoom call. It's actually uh, more like ongoing snippets of coaching back and forth and using usually a walkie-talkie app called Voxer. So I'm sort of trialing this at the moment. It's something that I have been using myself as the client um, and finding it really interesting and really helpful because it doesn't require such a huge amount of time, but also there's a little bit more ongoing support in between sessions, if that makes sense. So um, that's something that I'm trialing. If you are interested, get in touch. My website is woefully out of date and I hope to update it soon. But at the moment, this whole coaching offer is not even on the website. So uh, just email me if you want to know more about that or DM me on Instagram. We can um, chat about options there. But so that's the first change in my coaching. The other change in my coaching is that I'm expanding officially expanding my uh, topics, I suppose, that I coach people on. So obviously it's always been uh, well-being coaching for teachers, but often teachers would, as part of that, bring to me something to do with their career decisions, basically. So um, over the years, that has often looked like teachers who are thinking about leaving teaching or have already made some steps in the direction of leaving teaching and they're trying to work out what their career direction will be, you know, going forwards. Um, And so then that is something that I'm now officially (laughs) putting on on the books, I guess, um, and doing some career coaching with people specifically around the areas of either leaving teaching, if that's something that you're thinking about, and I know a lot of you are, um, and Or if it's not around, you know, a total career change, then also around working in well-being because there's a lot of you I know listening as well, a lot of my audience really passionate about well-being and wanting to make well-being more of a part of your job other than just your classroom role. So um, on that note, at the end of last year, I ran a couple of trainings in term four um, around, first of all, there's one called how to work in well-being, which is literally if you are one of these people who is a well-being person in your school and you want to know how you can you know, make that more of a part of your job, whether it's an official role in your school, whether it's even um, still within the education system or maybe you're thinking about doing something else and you're wanting to think about well-being opportunities in other workplaces, other roles, um, then that's a possibility. So there's a training about it's called how to work in well-being um, if you are interested in that. And there's also one called before you leave teaching. And this is probably, I think, going to be a really huge part of my work going forwards because I have 
like I said, over the years, I mean, obviously I've left teaching myself, like I'm no longer in the classroom. I've had a, a, a total career change. Um, but I also over the years have coached a lot of teachers who are thinking about it. It's a really common thing that people come to officially well-being coaching with me, but that's one of the things that comes up over and over again, often because teachers are identifying that their well-being is being impacted by the work and they're wondering about changing. And so um, I have been through that myself and I have supported some teachers through that process as well. And I really want you to know that if that's that's where you are right now, if you're thinking about that, it's it's completely, completely you're not the only one, right? Like this is a really common thing right now. Working in education is really tough and it's, I just, I guess I want you to know that you have permission to consider other options if what what's happening right now in your workplace or in your work-life situation is just not working for you anymore. So I just want you to know that that's a possibility. It's not something that I necessarily want to encourage because I don't think that it's the panacea that a lot of teachers in crisis are hoping it will be. It's actually really challenging and um, comes with a whole lot of other, other you know, it might solve your problems with uh, teacher burnout, but it might create a whole bunch of other problems for you. Um, I mean, it can be fantastic. I have some clients and some friends who have, left teaching and have found themselves in really wonderful workplaces and and really enjoying what they're doing now. And uh, that's not always the case. Um, So I just want you to know that uh, it's definitely okay to be considering a career change and it probably won't solve all the problems in your life. Uh, And that if you're, I guess, really thinking about it with that kind of when I leave teaching, life will be perfect thought pattern just just notice that and maybe fact check that a little bit um but I do have a training or it's a course now I've, I've sort of turned it into a course and it's all about what you need to think about and put in place before you leave to ensure a smooth transition and to protect your health and your finances and your reputation in the process because um that you know there's a a lot to think about and I want you to do it safely and smoothly if it is uh, the change that you're going to be making. So uh, that is um, on my website. As uh, It's not on my website. <laughs> it's on my course platform. I'll pop some links below in the podcast description uh, so you can click away and check out those two trainings. Um, and I guess I just want to leave you with the message this week that If you're having a tough time uh, at the moment in work or in life, I see you. Um, Really, there's been some strong themes of that coming through in my coaching so far this year with teachers. For everyone I've spoken to, it's been a really hard start to the year um, in different ways. You know, I think the first few weeks of a new school year are always full on. But, you know, add to that if you're starting at a new school or returning after a period of leave Um, or juggling caring responsibilities or navigating health challenges on top of that. Um, Plus just the demands of the job in a teacher shortage in a sort of post-pandemic, but actually the pandemic hasn't really gone away world. Um, It's a lot, right? And you are doing your best. And 
perhaps you coulda, shoulda, woulda done something differently um, and maybe you're reflecting on that. Um, But I also think that, you know, teachers generally are way too good at the self-criticism part of reflection and not nearly good enough at the self-compassion part. So, you know, be gentle on you this week and um, give yourself as much self-compassion as you can. And as always, remember that you're a person first and a teacher second, and you are so worthy of your own care. See you later.